<laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Upper Tier, and we're bringing you a special show tonight where we're joined by the panel. This is our yearly Premier League award show. I think it's our second one that we've done. We did one last year as well. Um, so what we do is we select a number of categories. We send them out to the gentlemen sitting in front of you there to give back feedback on who they chose. And then we compare notes and we debate out the picks. Joining me tonight from Retrotainment and Retrotainment Recast and on the slab. Ted, how are we doing? All good, bud. How are you? Also joining me, Greg. How are we, Greg? What's the story, boys? And from the Chelsea Roar, absolutely causing chaos on Twitter at the moment. Ian the Dynamo Kelly, how are we doing, Ian? I'm very well. I'm very well. I've taken a break today, but He's wearing a tap-out shirt tonight, but I don't think he'll be tapping out for sure. Also joining me, my partner on these shows, it's been a long road and a journey. The Dazzler, how are we, Darren? Good evening, gentlemen. Good, good, good. Well, let's go down. Let's go down through the categories then. We've got 15 categories to go down tonight. Um, and the categories are as follows. Top signing of the season, worst signing of the season, manager of the year, worst manager of the year, player of the year, young player of the year, flop of the year, Goal of the season, save of the season, top keeper, top defender, top midfielder, top forward, game of the season, and moment of the season. So there are the 15 categories we're going to be looking at. Safe to say we got some crossover, but we also got some very interesting picks. So we kick off top signing of the season. Greg, kick us off. Top signing of the season. Uh, I went with Bruno Gimmerich. They went from Leon to Newcastle. Interesting pick. He uh, he nearly pretty much changed the whole dynamic with Eddie Howe coming in, and then he came in, and Newcastle went from bottom to eleventh. I think they finished, was it? Yeah. Um, and they were dead and buried before that. Uh, I thought he came in. He done a stellar job in midfield for them. Cool. Nice pick, Darren. Give us your pick, which is uh, out of left field, I would say, compared to anyone else's. Yeah, mine's, mine's a little bit out of the outside the box, lads. I was thinking outside the box today. Uh, outside my, the pitch. My <laughs> signing the of the season. My signing of the season is Antonio Conte. Um, just thought he did an, a phenomenal job at Spurs, um, to take them from where they were, uh, post Nuno. And to kind of, you know, obviously it wasn't a, a very smooth road to that top four spot, but he, he had to go over a couple of speed bumps. He had to take a few sharp lefts, a couple of tight rights, but he he managed to do a stellar job with scores and get them into that fourth spot. And I got to say, I thought it was phenomenal work from him. Nice good stuff. Um, ben, ben, who, uh, you know, was my son, I got him to send in his picks as well. And his pick for this category was Kanate which I think was a really, really good pick as well. Yes. Had a really good season this season, came in, did really well. But the landslide, I think, with nearly 50% of the vote from most of us guys out there was Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz was one, two, three, four picks out of the six. Nearly 60% of the vote anyway. So um, the, un- the only reason I didn't pick him was because I felt that Liverpool didn't overly need him at the time. Um, so he was coming into a system that like had the front three working and had Jota already. Well, if you, if so, you remember where you came in, Greg, the, boy, you say, the Greg. AFCON for a month. 
Remember the oh, boys yeah. were heading off for five weeks to the AFCON or whatever it was. So that's primarily why he was brought in as well at that stage. We weren't supposed to bring him in actually till the summer and then Spurs were trying to push the button on it. So we mm. jumped on it then. And thank God we did actually because I think at times he got us through at times in the run-in. And so. he, said, he said he got you through the semi-final anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's move on. Worst signing of the season. Ted, give us your worst one. Me and Ted not get a pick, no. No, your picks were Lewis Diaz. 50% to vote myself, yourself and Ted. Wasn't yeah, it? I just thought you. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. That's all. Yeah, no. I, I'm not. If you're in, if you're in the majority, I'm not going to bring you in. I'll bring you in if you're outside the box, and you can tell us why. That's the way we're going to do it. So, Ted, worst signing of the season. Yeah, so with, zip it, uh, Kelly. <laughs> went with uh, Sal Niguez to Chelsea. Um, there was big talk about him coming in, as he featured since that first game where he was a pile of dog shit. Yeah. He has played featured, couple, has he? he? Yeah, he played a couple yeah. of games. But any, any good ones? Not many. <laughs> yeah, against Luton Town. That was about it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know if that counts, though. <laughs> Away in the fourth oh, round of the FA Cup. It, it counts, it counts but like, it wasn't much. I, I, suppose, I suppose the harshness of that pick really is the fact that he's really a loan move as opposed to a signing, but still, he's there at that stage. And yeah, there was a lot more. Well, he signed on loan, didn't he? I think yeah. they, they, they want to sign on loan. They want to sign They did. They wanted to sign him permanently, though, and there was big, big talk. You know, last day, last fucking hour, of the transfer deadline, whether he was even going to make it across, and then made it across. It was a shit show and didn't get looked at, looked at again. Like, yeah. they're glad they didn't make it permanent now. I think no, in, in if really like, came in twice towards the end of the season and had a couple of good performances, didn't he? In two of the matches uh, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Towards the he, end, he had a couple. Yeah. yeah, he had a couple of decent. But certainly, shows, but like, definitely flattered to the save this season. I think I think there was bigger money spent on certain teams though as well that uh, I would call more kind of the worst signing of the season. To be fair, yeah. not much money lost in this one. Well. But, good just, but just just to roll towards that then, Ian, you're up next. Your pick for worst signing of this year, a season was, and two of you picked this guy. Ben also yeah, picked I'm, him as well. I'm glad. I'm glad you you and me were on the same wavelength there. That's what that set you up and you knock it out of the park. That's it. This player didn't knock it out of the park this year, and I went for Jaden Sancho. Um, now, it was tight between Sancho and Lukaku, but we'll get on to Lukaku later. Um, Jaden Sancho didn't do anything that the lads or m- myself predicted. Um, Grealish was possibly up there for me as well. And the reason I'm picking him, it's not to have a go. It's just purely because of the money involved. And the it's a little bit though. It's, uh, but I mean, it's like I said, I could have picked. If one you of Grealish, as a Chelsea Lukaku, fan picked pick Sancho over Lukaku, it's time to climb into Lukaku, that. Lukaku, Lukaku scored. Lukaku had 17 goals this season and uh, like something like seven assists. Jaden Sancho done absolutely fuck all. And if he only puts the pizza money, on the table, that doesn't count as assists, yeah. Okay, well, look, I'm telling you my pick, and the fact is that Jaden Sancho done fuck all. United done fuck all, and that's why he's the worst one in the season for me. And it could have been Lukaku or Grealish, but uh, they got top four and won won the Premier League. So. Excellent. Well, the landslide obviously was 60% of the vote was Lukaku. Yes. With five votes, I think it was, or six votes. And that's fair. And that's fair because I hate him. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair because he was the worst one in the season. (laughs) I changed my... Oh, no, Dazzler, you'll be happy with my next one, bro. You'll be happy with my next one. Next next one up is manager of the year. Greg, we're going to go to you for that one. Manager of the year, I went to Eddie Howe. Yeah, good choice. Save Newcastle, really. 
not too bad. Uh, Mark, who hasn't joined us yet, but he hopefully was joining us later. Mark um, went outside as well. He went with David Moyes, uh, which I think is Wonder a really show. solid pick as well. Sure. Um, who else do we need to go to? Uh, Ian and Darren. Darren. Yes. Manager of the year. Oh, had to have been Klopp for me, I have to say. Um, I just thought, you know, you've gone really late into burning the midnight oils there at Liverpool with those with the with the run for the quadruple. I mean, you, you're not getting any closer for my money with two two trophies in the bag. You know, you lose out on the last day of the season, then and then there's a there's a one nil defeat in the Champions League final. Like you are phenomenal. Uh, not necessarily, you know, the play all the times, but just the way is is ground out results and stuff like that. I think you could have absolutely played better. But I think you ground out results and you always picked up points where you needed to. I think, you know, there's, there's two games you look back on this season, you say what could have been, and that was Spurs at home and then Real Madrid in the final. Like, But, I mean, if you win those two games, you, you make that quadruple. So, I think Klopp, for me, was was the standout manager of the year. Um, yeah, good shout. Um, Ian? Yeah, for obvious reasons. It was a flip of it was a flip of a coin with, with Dazzler's shout there. Um but for obvious reasons, I went with Pep. Look, it's the Premier League, and I went on it only by Premier League. That was my thought on the, my thinking on this. Um, I think when I look at how strong City are, and look, we're not going to get into the fucking nooks and crannies of the fact that they spent this amount of money or that amount of money. And um, the 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 fear this year that we all had at the start of the season was that Pep didn't have an out and out centre forward. You know what I mean? Obviously losing Aguero. And made it work for himself. Could have been a flip of a coin. I mean, for me, it would have been whoever won the league with those two teams because I think Dazzler has said it in the past. They are the two most outstanding teams in the country at the moment. They are the bar that we all strive to, uh, to, to, to get to. So I picked Pep purely because they won the league. And like Liverpool's comeback kind of, you know, post-January was phenomenal. But I just think the groundwork that, Man City had kind of laid early on in the season is what got them there over the line, if you will, you know, at the end. So, yeah, could have been a flip of a coin with Klopp and uh, Pep, but Pep just stole it from me just because of the, the fact that they won it. So. Yeah, I think Klopp, uh, Klopp shaded it by about 10%. Pep was second. Um, and if anyone's wondering, I actually voted for Pep. And just that's so, that's fair though. So people know. I, I think I think I spoke. We were speaking on the WhatsApp group about it the other day, and I did say that I think it's very hard to look beyond the guy who wins the actual Premier League and grinds it out. And I think what what Pep achieved in those last seven or eight games, um, the time he was behind against West Ham, time he was behind against Villa and stuff like that was just absolutely. By the way, honourable mention uh, for Graham Potter. Oh yeah, I had him in third. Yep, another good show. This this next topic or this next category, worst manager of the year, is one that had a, a number of selections in it, but it was a draw in the end, um, with uh, two votes each. Um, I'll cover for Mark here. Mark simply said, "Annie Watford manager." That was his all, fi- all fifty-two of them. <laughs> yeah, this season. Um, Dean said Roy Hodgson, which kind of ties in with it. Um, boy. I don't know. <laughs> they were dire. No, it's um, boy, 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 Ben had Sean Dyche down in his, um, but I think uh, 
Greg, Ian, and Greg, Ian, and Darren all had the same, which was basically the Ollie Ralph combination. Um, and I, I just wrote Man United, which is fair enough. And we had three other votes with uh, Marcello Bielsa, so there was three votes for each of those. Um, so it was basically a draw for the worst manager. That's how yeah. that one looked out. Um, which is interesting shows, but a bit of a spread there. But Scooter, Scooter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Player of the year. Um, let's start with uh, Ian. So player of the year, Cristiano Ronaldo for me. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Um, what he was uh, like, just in, in terms of some of the games that he you know, absolutely saved on behalf of United. I think back to the Tottenham game, I think back to Atalanta, um, the amount of goals that he scored. I mean, good Lord, the lad is, is you know, I think without Ronaldo this year, I think United, without those goals, I'll say, like obviously we can, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's a different story if you have a Darwin Nunes in there from the start of the season, but I'm going on what they had. Um, to their disposal, I think without Ronaldo this year, it could have even been worse for United. I think um, I think the system would have been different, possibly, possibly. But uh, for me, like you talk about a big game player that gets his team out of holes and and you know gets certain results. So for me, Ronaldo, the, the amount of goals and assists that he had this year were just absolutely phenomenal. What was that fantastic header? Was it against um, was it against Burnley? In and around mid-year as well, wasn't it? Had a... Oh, was it Villarreal in the Champions League? Maybe, maybe that's the one. Sorry, apologies. The um, one where he climbed above everyone. Oh, just as like, he normally does. You know, yeah, to, quote, to quote Michael Cole from WWE, vintage Ronaldo. <laughs> um, it, I just No, for me, the reason I'm picking Ronaldo is I just think like his numbers are still up there at 37 years of age, going into 38. And, I mean, the guy just... Doesn't I mean imagine him having better players around them next year is, is interesting, um, for me, but yeah, Ronaldo. I think the reasons are valid when you look at his numbers and and uh, and how many times he got united, united out of the out of the doldrums. Very good. We had a we had a kind of a draw in second place here, um, with two votes each. Uh, Darren, you had Kevin De Bruyne, Kevin De Bruyne, along with Mark and Mark had Kevin De Bruyne as well. Um, and Mo Salah got two votes as well from myself and Ben, which is not surprising. But I think he had the Liverpool a... fans vote for Salah. That's shocking, isn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, Mane is left now, so, so they have to. Here's, Wait. here's here's what we're going to do next year. You're not allowed to vote for any player from your own team in any category. Well, you can't. You can't really. What about if it's worst manager? But but the, but the thing the thing yeah. about it is he didn't he didn't win anyway, Darren, because the winner comes from. Ted, I know, but just Greg, so we get, just so we get, you know, a fair vote. I know. I think, I think, I think, I think all been fair so far. I think yeah. all been fair so far. Did you? Did you not tell me he's done fuck all since he came back from the Afcon? I did, yeah. But that if you look, at January, if that's half it, the season. Yeah, but if you look at his numbers, Wait, so you're just disregarding his numbers. But, when you're saying but I could also though? tell you that Kevin De Bruyne didn't do a whole lot until the second half of the season. It's true. I, t- I think he, I think he did more than Salah did. Um, I don't know about that. Salah, well, Salah's, well, Salah's holding a gold boot, and he's also holding an assist award. No, so, yeah, Kevin so Bruyne's holding so, a Premier League so, trophy. Yeah, but so, but clearly he. I did. know. <laughs> to hold. 
<laughs> no, but in terms of Good this night, player, yeah, clearly he didn't. But anyway, let's get on to our winner. Um, Ted, you give us the winner there. Yourself, Greg, and Dean had the same pick. Uh, Fred, obviously, we all we all know how great Fred was. <laughs> Godfather. <laughs> um, no, yeah, uh, young man, son. Um, I think you know to tie up the golden boot with Salah. Um, he's not their out and out striker. You know, the focus is always on Harry Kane at Spurs. Kane this, Kane that, and Son kind of gets overlooked a little bit. You know, he still gets plaudits here and there, but he's definitely not seen as the the top man in there. And I think this season he showed that he is because Kane wasn't firing on all cylinders and he just picked it up for them. And he was like, right, if he's not going to do it, I'll fucking do it. 23 goals and no penalties either. Yeah. Absolutely. He had a phenomenal season. That's phenomenal, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and I I think he's, you know, it's fair to say that he's in a weaker weaker side than, you know, Salah was either. So not as free-flowing in the attacking as Liverpool would be either. Imagine Son as a replacement for it. Imagine Son on that Liverpool team. And his, no. his he, you know, even when you talk about the goals, but his work rate is phenomenal yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, his press it is actually phenomenal as well. Remind, yeah. Reminds you of an all South Korean that used to play for United. A few more Three Lungs Park. <laughs> um, I don't think we had 23 goals out many seasons. the goal ratio, I was going <laughs> to yeah, say. Exactly, yeah. No, I'm talking about the work rate. The work rate, oh, the work yeah, rate. but the, the goals, he, he adds that extra bit with those goals. And I think, yeah, I think, so, yeah, yeah, me and yeah. Greg and a few of the lads have discussed this a good bit. Yeah, there was always talk of who would you take from Spurs, Kane or Son. I, I son. was always Son. I was always Son. Like, take yeah. him in 100%. Everyone in agreement on that? Everyone takes Son over Kane? Yeah. Ian, no. Do you take Son over Kane going to Chelsea no. if you had the choice? No, no, purely because we, 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 would, we would benefit from a, a, um, Purely just from a the striker that scored goals, said the forward that's not Lukaku. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The boys have answered. Imagine what it do for the bank balance with not buying all that pizza. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Fuck's sake, I would assume he buys it himself with the money. He's it's, on the keba- it's the kebabs that are the issue, Dazzler. <laughs> Those London kebabs, <laughs> they are quality, They're unbelievable. Give us a shish and say, will you, pal? <laughs> Let's move on. Young player of the year coming up. This was an interesting one and also created some debate on the uh, WhatsApp yeah. group, even when the, the Premier League nominations came out. Uh, Ian, start with you. Um, we had, um, just before you drop it there, we had a draw on this with two and two at the top. Um, so, Ian, give us your one. Well, uh, the reason I went, and now this is where my bias comes in, I went with uh, Mason Mount on this purely because I was looking at the Good field Foden versus Mason Mount and I thought, the numbers that Mason clocked up in a in a in a season where we at times struggled, especially post Christmas, um, he was the only player that was was kind of notching up the numbers. I mean, he, he had he had I think he was just literally behind Salah and De Bruyne in goal involvements. Um, so for that reason, I thought I picked Mason Mount purely because I thought he was definitely far superior. Um, in a uh, less, I suppose, I suppose a vicious team than Man City. Do you know what I mean? Less productive. So, yeah. I actually um, just checked. vicious in a way because they are a vicious team. They fucking clock up bleeding numbers non-stop. Yeah, Ted, I'm going to go to you next here. But just before that, we actually have a three-way toy on this one, believe it or not. I'm just checking it there now, so just correct that. Ted, give us your one. Hi, Sacco. Oh, Saka, he's the he's the biggest boy out. Uh, Ian wants to talk numbers. 
forget Mount. Saka's numbers are higher as well. And he's playing they're in a not way. Actually, they're not they actually. Are, they are. Goals if, you're and talking, assists. if you're talking Premier League, if you're talking Premier League, yeah, yes. Were you were you playing football manager or nah or man? It? I wasn't. Look up look it up. He has more assists and goals between like a combination of goals and assists. He has more than Mount does throughout the season. Um plays in a and, weaker team. Like, that's the goals to check. <laughs> nobody um nobody expected. Arsenal to be doing anything this season and I think 11 goals 7 assists in the Premier League in the whole season like what about yeah, what 38 did, games 11 oh, goals what 7 did Mount, assists what did Mount have there I'm going to show you now um, but I think you know like it's a, a very young squad that Arsenal squad and he, he stood out with him and Smith Rowe but Smith Rowe kind of Mason Mount 11 goals and 10 assists so your apologies accepted um, but Smith Rowe yeah, kind of sat out on Premier the bench League. a good bit, so I Rewind. kind of went for Saka. No, he played. No, no, he actually played thirty-eight games. Mason Mount played thirty-two. So again, wrong. Well, anyway, moving on from that, Mark also agreed with you, Ted, and he selected Saka. Oh. Um, then we had Greg. Yeah, I had Foden. You picked Foden and Ben agreed, yeah. which as well, two votes there. So, um, why did you pick Foden, Greg, over the others, or was it just? I think there were certain games in the season where City looked dead and buried, and like he either came on or he was just directly involved in everything. Uh, I know, I know, he kind of went off the boil sort of the back half of the season, um, and his numbers be mightn't fair, be as high. Greg, I'm just looking at Foden's stats. To be fair, he only played 28 games in the Premier League, and he had nine goals and five assists. So it's like it's not a bad, not a bad return. It's not. It's not even that though. If you look at that, like you've got Mares, Foden, Sterling, uh, fucking Jesus, and about 15 other players that are playing in that same front three. I think he. I think he was just being as much as I don't like the cunt. Um, I think he was very good this season. We're not allowed to uh, use that word, Darren. Sean. Horrible word. <laughs> Many times can I drop it in ten seconds? <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, now it was it was a tight pick between him and and Alexander Arnold. I think just because he won the league, I said I, I I'd go that way. Yeah, no, that's a fair show. Dean uh, Dean went with Trent. Um, he was the the single vote on Trent there. Myself and Darren agreed on this one. Um, Darren, who did we go for? Uh, I think Ian might be happy with this vote. Galler. We went for Conor Galler. Yeah. He was another look. I looked at him as well. He was fucking brilliant for Palace this year. Absolutely top drawer in that Palestine. And top drawer from a lot of aspects. You know, obviously there's the goals that he scored. There's the goals he created. There's the, there's the duels he won. You know, his dribbling skills, his passing. Like, there's not a box this kid doesn't pick for a for a guy that plays in the middle of the park. I'll be absolutely shocked if he doesn't play in the Chelsea midfield next season. I will be shocked. It's a given, isn't it? It should be, but you know, I hear there's a conversation to be had first that it's not all uh, eight goals and three assists in a Palace team that certainly wasn't, you know. I hear there's not. They weren't bad though, Palace. No, but you know they weren't up at the top echelon of the of the table. You, they you they were also know. some serious goals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Top a, a, a score. Remember the goals. Man City game, wasn't it? Two goals against the City, fucking early on of the season. Yeah, one one was a good header, if I remember rightly. Yeah, 
That was the one where they went down. They were down to 10 men, weren't they? Yeah, early. Got a bit of spite about him as well, hasn't he? He's a bit of a nasty bastard sometimes, which I love yeah. from a midfielder. Yeah. yeah, I think like Chelsea's midfield looks bright. Him, Gilmore, and a few others in and around that mount, obviously. Yeah, but, but it, was uh, inter- it was an interesting vote then, a three-way toy. Excellent. Um, next up, flop of the year. And um, we'll start with um, I'm gonna I'll call out Dean's because he's not here. Dean voted for Paul Pogba. Um, Ted, give us your one. Uh, another United player, Rashford. I think donkey. Know, he he'd had a decent season kind of before that, and then it was written off with you know the bad bits of the season were written off with you know he needed surgery on the back, the shoulder, delayed it, and went off to the Euros, and you know then came back in. It was like right, well he's gonna have to take a little bit of time off because instead of taking the time off, he went and played the Euros. Came back and never, never seemed to hit the heights that he looked like he was able to hit, and just comes in, doesn't look like he cares at all when he's playing football anymore. He looks very bored, lethargic on the pitch, and then spends his time off the pitch moaning about how he's not getting his shot. Well, you don't get your shot if you don't take, like, you don't prove anything when you get the minutes. So, what I think it means, Ted, is when you get your shot, you need to take it. Yeah. You miss yeah. eighty, but you miss one hundred percent of the opportunities that you do not take. Yeah, like I don't think like what a disappointing season from a player, and you know, obviously United fan, so it's obviously a bit more disappointing for me. Maybe others will feel differently, but I think he's definitely up there as a flop of the season. Like, yep, Ben had a uh, Jaden Sancho. Just let people know, Greg, give us your one. I had uh, the worst pick that I went to it was Saul. I was looking so far to him coming in. I loved him at Atletico um, and done nothing. It could have been any of the United players either or any of the Norwich players or any of the any other bad teams, but I went through it all. I was, I was extremely looking forward to him coming in. Uh, I liked the way he played the game, but done nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he'd be um, struggling to find a team next year, I'd say. And there was, there was a draw on this, so you linked up with Mark on this one. Give us your one. Mark had the same. So I, I flip reversed it. That's why this is why Dazzler will understand my earlier pick with Sancho. Um I went with um Romelu Lukaku because as I said, I didn't really look at Saul as an out now, you know, boy option. So obviously if that had been the case, then we might have a, a different conversation here. But yeah, Romelu Lukaku for me is without a doubt the flop of the season. I mean I think no. I think the back half of the season probably saved him from being the flop of the season. Well, the last seven yeah. games or something, he no, scored a good two, few goals. Two games, two games against Wolves and and Leeds, where we were already, you know, again, he's a, he was a bit of a Torres when Torres was at Chelsea. He was scoring goals when we were already in the lead. He wasn't uh, he wasn't a clutch player. That that's that's what he did. That's what he United. did at United and Everton as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So four nil up, time to get in the score sheet, make it look glossy. Yeah, exactly. And he had he had two. Four nil up, Darren. When did we get to four nil up? Will you stop? But we had we, no. He had he had he had two games basically. It was the Leeds game and the Wolves game where he looked like he was he was interested. Then you look at him against uh, Liverpool in the final. Absolutely nothing happening. Um, he's just a player in his own head, and he's, he's he doesn't have the minerals, and that's why he wants to go back to uh, Inter. I mean. And good riddance. Yeah. Flop so, of the season. Yeah, so we drew we drew with him. Myself and Darren Bow at the same Darren. We had Jack Grealish. 
Um, I think the reason I picked Jack Grealish over Lukaku, I could have picked one or the other. Um, but the reason I picked three million Grealish, more, I guess. <laughs> no, it was nothing. It was nothing to do with the price tag. It was to do. It was to do with the fact that there was less upheaval at Man City than there was at Chelsea throughout the season. And I thought for that point, I thought Jack Grealish should have performed better. Um, I didn't even. I wasn't. I didn't even look at the price tags really. I know obviously price is a big thing as well with expectation. But I think in terms of performance, I don't think there was any reason at all for Jack Grealish not to go into that Man City side this season and do really, really. And well. And he, str- he struggled when he went in at the start <clears throat> as well. He couldn't get up to the speed. He couldn't get up to the style of play. Yeah. And I think he, um, I think there was a bit of partying at one stage as well. And he was, I was gonna say, yeah, he managed to get up to the speed of the partying well enough, didn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the his, MP- his press, his press is, is actually shocking. Like, I went back and looked at a, a couple of videos of Pep when, um, because we all know Pep is Mr. Fucking Press, like, along with, along with Klopp and Tuchel, but um. Grealish just fancies himself as a Del Piero or something like where he doesn't feel that he needs to and you could see Klopp on the sidelines going up up as in like fucking push on like so um, but look I, I still think there's a bit of redemption for him I, I, I think I think he'll redeem himself next season yeah. I think you know like he was playing in that Villa team where he was kind of just go do what you want there Jackie boy off you fucking go you're the you're the star here do whatever you want and then he got put into a team with Pep where it was like, no, 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 none of that now, mate. You're fucking following these or you're not playing. Mm. I think, you know, it's something he has to learn. Like he's, and I think there's no better manager than Pep out there to fucking make him learn that because Pep just won't play him. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's just two things I'll say about him because I happen to be a huge fan of his. I was gutted he went to see because um, I would have loved to see him. Well, as well. <laughs> well. Yeah, but I really got that he went to City, you know, because I thought, Jesus, I would have loved him in the United team. Um, but I just think the whiff of Gaza off him at the minute is fucking outrageous. Like, he yeah. really needs to get his head down and start playing football yeah. and, and stop trying to be the big-time Charlie. And, you know, every time I see him, he's in a picture with another board and his arm around and you're going, pal, you've only got this really, really small window for this thing you're going to call your career. Now, if you're whatever age you are now and you've got 10 more years left and you give it socks for 10 years, achieve absolutely everything you can do, then go off and do that kind of shit, you know? You're only like 35, 36. Do you know it's what I mean? Like Barkley. Oh, yeah, I think mean? he's got way more talent than Barkley, though. Like no, he, no, like but I'm gen- saying it's like when Barkley came on the scene for, for everything is what I mean. Not not when he signed for us, just like it had a lot more potential than, than fucking, you know, but I don't think it was all, I don't think it was necessarily off field stuff that took Barkley away from it. Like Barkley fell off the edge of a cliff with his performances. But like Grealish is just, you know, every other day of the week there's a story about him in the papers and you're just going, pal, you've got such a small window. Get out, make yourself the, the best footballer you can, and at the end of it all, go and enjoy yourself. But we you know it's just that's not the way it happens, it's, you know. Yeah, he looks like he's struggling to handle the wealth and the fame. Um, and he needs someone in there that should be advising him a lot better. Um, let's move on. Goal of the season, which was an absolute landslide, believe it or not. Out of um, out of seven of us, I think it is. Or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Out of eight of us, seven picked the same. But Ian, we'll give you your one first. You you give us no, your. No, I made a I made a late sub. Oh, just curveball. Um, Salah against City. Okay, well then it's an absolute landslide. <laughs> although, although your first pick wasn't a bad one, really. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't, but a heck again, of a goal. Again, it was just a bit biased. I picked it from like my point of view, where as what I was thinking was our goal of the season, which was the Kovacic volley. 
That was my initial. Well, it was a pinger, yeah. wasn't it? And, and this is why next season no one's allowed to vote for their own teams. Exactly. No, this? but Dazzler, that's why I changed it in fairness. Um, because it wasn't better than Mouse. That's why. Nah. Well, no, because of because of the actual. I mean, look, there was skill involved, obviously, in the volleyball. Oh, yeah. The fact that it was so, but cool. the volley's a little more heaty and hopey than the technique. Exactly, that exactly. So I kind of went and reviewed it. I reviewed it, and I went, "Yeah, no, I, I, that, I like it." You know that uh, that first bit of scale that Salah done, where he drags it back and then just flicks it over Cancelo, is just. Do you know what? It was phenomenal. Like I was watching fucking, and he's Brian. also known as Cancelo. But we'll just throw that out there for the viewers and the listeners. It was it was almost well, like uh, it reminded me of the L Aiden Hazard goal against Liverpool. Remember that one yeah. in the in the cup. I was like, fuck me, that is just, that's levels of skill that only goes natural to a certain few. And, uh, yeah. So. Interesting. So, landslide, goal of the season, Mo Salah versus Man City, where he put a few of the guys on that backside and pulled into the yeah. side corner. Absolutely. He had, he had another one the next week as well, didn't he? Against Watford. Did nearly Watford, the exact yeah. same thing. Nearly, nearly the exact, exact same thing. thing. It just, it's less impressive yeah. against Watford than it yeah, is. Yeah, I think actually yeah. when you look when you look at all <laughs> of the season, I think that might have gotten one and two, actually. And then it was the others and stuff like that. So, yeah. interesting. Um, let's get on. Save of the season, which is always a difficult one. Myself and Darren were chatting about this today and it's Darren showed me a video today and it was like, we could have looked at a hundred saves of the seasons, really, Darren, couldn't we? Yeah, um, absolutely. But uh, let's go with Greg first. Uh, I had Pickford from Aspilicueta, the one where he absolutely fucking rocket. It was the rocket into the top corner, and he tipped it around the post. Yep, good show, Ted. I had a De Gea against the Newcastle Saint Maximum when it's crossed just across the box. And he's about two yards out and he puts it down very low to De Gea's right. And De Gea just gets down with the hand like that. Those sort of saves where it's so close quarters, you know, you don't have a chance to see. Like, it's just an instant reaction. Or it's The contact in. was fairly shocking, though. The, the contact's not great. The ball was a little bit behind him. Yeah, the contact's which not gives great. gives him a chance. It's still, it's a very quick reaction. And to get down that quick, like, it's not even like he saves it with his feet. You know, he gets down and gets a good hand to it. To, like that's always impressive to me. Like I don't know how keepers react to that quickly. His um his 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 goalkeeping this uh, his season has been sensational. I mean, and it was a case of having the buddies been absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Um, Darren, myself and yourself agreed again on this one. Um, but we didn't we didn't win. There was a winner. Um, but we went for uh, and you like this. We went for Mendy with the double save when you were down to ten men at Anfield. Was absolutely outstanding that double save. That is that is made. that is that the one when it wasn't a red card? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played the fifth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the six, seven, and fucking eight. <laughs> yeah. The save, the save of the season was Reese James. <laughs> no, I'm only messing. Um, but the winner was the winner. The, the winner was um, the Ramsdale save against Leicester, which got three votes. Mm. Which was um unbelievable save to make. Well, I also don't think I've seen that I one. I also picked the the Pickford save that. Uh, That's right. Yeah, two votes. Like, it was two votes and, with Pickford um, and Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like because it was a and it was a double save after that where he got across fucking literally, um from from, from the corner. Like, yeah, yeah. But the only thing he done all season the useless cunt. Yeah. Frick. Yeah. So we're right down. We're we're into the, uh, you, the Lampard. <laughs> You're right, Jared is there. <laughs> we're into the positions now. So top goalkeeper. 
um, which was an interesting one. Um, Greg? Uh, I went with Ramsdale. Yeah, Ben, ben think, agreed with you as well. I think he changed to Arsenal and made them into a top four contender. Obviously, they bottled it towards the end, but I don't think it was as much his fault than, than the team fucking getting curry jocks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, both myself and Mark, funny enough, and, and this will be an interesting one for me, I went with David De Gea because I just think he made so many saves this season to generate so many points for, for Man United. I just thought it was unbelievable. I know you can look at Edison and you can look at Allison, and you know every so often in the game they might have to make two or three really, really good saves, and that's when they come alive. But I mean, David De Gea this season must have felt like a space invader in that goal. I mean, he was just stopping balls from every. He fucking angle. looked at one at time. Looked yeah. like one at times. Absolutely, <laughs> um, and and it was amazing as the season went on. His press conferences became more um, irate, let's say, in terms of what he was saying yeah. week in week out. Um, but Darren, give us your one. It was the winner um, with four votes in total. Yeah, I, I had to go with Alisson, if I'm honest, man. Um, just think he's been phenomenal since he's come in at Liverpool. I, I'd seen him play for Roma and stuff like that. And I knew, you know, he was coming in, he was going to be a big player for Liverpool. But I don't think any of us could have envisaged, you know, the, the way it's gone. He's been immense. I think every, uh, I every think bringing aspect. Van Dijk in as well at the same time helped. Absolutely, I mean, you know, we talk about Van Dijk possibly being the best centre back in the world, and the best centre back in the world plays in front of you. It makes life a little bit easier. But if you look at how many times this season, oh yeah, you know, Allison one ended up on, in one those on one-on-one one positions. Yeah. You know that that somebody was able to to get in one-on-one one with him, and he's just he covers so much of the goal. Um, he obviously uses that K stop quite well, you know. He uses his feet very well as well. He's just he's super. And I think when when you're playing in a really good team, and you don't have a lot to do for large periods of the game, it's the really really top goalkeepers that show up with that one vital save to keep it at one nil when you're going into the last couple of minutes and get you those three points. You know. Yeah, have you noticed? Have you noticed how uh, even that K stop kind of uh, verbiage it, it comes from? Uh, comes from the hockey. Verbiage because when you look at hockey goalkeepers, they have those, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the K verb, you know, the K stop and stuff like that. And you're like, wow, they've only such a small little kind of space. And that's kind of what they do. They're like trying to make it look like it's a hockey goal where like you can't really do much other than lob me. And 90% of the players don't really have the balls to, to try and lob player lob keepers unless they're that kind of messy fucking Ronaldo, whatever. But yeah, I, I also picked uh, Allison. It, it was impossible not to. I, I, I think he's, I think he's out on his own. Um, I, I think without shadow of doubt, he's the best goalkeeper in in the league. And and boy, 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 some distance. If I'm being honest, Darren, here's a question for you. You being a a, a a former goalkeeper and stuff like that as well. I mean, both himself and Ederson shared the Golden Glove this season. Mm-hmm. What, what does Allison do that shades it for you more so than Ederson? Um. I just think he, in those vital moments, he makes that save that maybe Ederson doesn't make. You know, when, like, if you look at, say, the West Ham game, you know, West Ham score a couple of goals that, and you just think, I don't know if Allison concedes both of them. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and that's not, listen, they're good goals and stuff like that, but I just think he always does a little bit more than you expect him to do. And that's what kind of pops him in the top of the tree for me. Okay, but Allison had like a dodgy game against West Ham as well, remember? 
And the ones that came out from the corners, the corners. But he answered his critics straight away after that. You know what I mean? He's he's just he's like we talk about forwards being clutch. Jesus H. Christ, your your goalkeeper can be clutch as well. And I think when you look at the course over the course of the season, how many times has he been clutch? He's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, let's get into the top midfielder one, which I think was one of the really tough ones to do. We skip well. the defender. Oh, oh, sorry, did we skip defender? Sorry, uh, they're not important. Yeah, sorry, defender. <laughs> sorry, I, I went one down. Sorry. Yeah, top defender. Um, Dean gave us Joel Matip. Um, and Ben. Um, what? Hold on. Uh, what? Is he having a giraffe? Is he? I'm just telling you what he gave us. I'm just putting the picks out there so we cover everyone. Ted, give He's us your wept. Joe, Matty, Bree. Good job you're not on the show, Dino. <laughs> Ted, Joe, us- Matty, didn't get the start for Liverpool. Oh, that holy fucking <laughs> Jesus. He, he kind of started every other game, didn't he? They shared a him and Kanata. Um, well, well, I suppose it, on, the, on the face of this, Matty tend to play more of the league games and Kanata tended to play more of the cup and the European games. So, oh, on that well, base, I'll, I'll tell you how bad a defender Matty is. Alexander Arnold's a better defender than he is, and we know how fucking shocking he is defending. Yeah, um, fucking long stockings, that lad. I don't know where that came from. Oh, but anyway, look, we respect well, opinions. In, so. in, in, in second place, I gave it to um, uh, Virgil van Dijk. I think he came back after being out all last season with an ACL, missed the whole year, came back this year, and I thought he was absolutely unbelievable performing at the back. And he had one, two, three votes. Uh, but this the, is why next year you're not allowed to pick anyone from your own team. Well, you can't do that because if you're going on the goal of the what year, if, it's Mo Salah with a landslide. So if you can't pick him, what are you supposed to do? You'll you have to not, pick someone else. But you can't not pick the best of goal that you, you believe is the best goal. You'll have to pick no, the, the best goal. The best goal, the best goal one would have been fine. Uh, the players, maybe. No, you'll just have to pick another goal. There's plenty of good goals in the league. I've you given you the I've given you my argument for why I picked them. If I'm not giving you an argument, I'm just saying I didn't say I picked him just because he was a Liverpool player. Yeah, I picked him because I said could make an argument, whether the argument makes sense or not. Well, the argument doesn't make sense that he missed the whole of last year with an ACL. Well, came I mean, back, Dino put came back and has probably there, been lads, come on. came back and has been the, the best central defender in the league this season. To be fair, I'm willing to accept Van Dijk is up there. I'm not willing to say Joe Matty, but I'd, I'd be willing to accept that someone picked. Van Dyke, like I don't think absolutely. It's a, we may not agree with, it, but we'll accept it. No. Ted, give us your pick. Which which uh, was the winner with one, two, three, four? Years had picked it. Um, oh yes, yes. Cancelo, Harry Maguire, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Harry Maguire. He's down at the the. He's on the other end of the fucking scale. That lad. Uh, now Cancelo is just immense. He, he as always, like I. I think he's one of the best defenders in in the world at the moment. Um, most touches, most passes, and everything he had in the league, didn't he? Yeah, he's just he's just so he's special, isn't he? Did he do okay. it on a rainy day in Stoke, though? No, because as much as much as I just had a laugh at Dino picking Joel Matip, how much of a laugh must you have that that Juventus CEO decided we'll take Danilo and give you twenty million, and he's going to have Cancelo. Yeah, like, no, they need a new just... director of football. <laughs> I'd say he's after sitting in the back on. 
No. <laughs> I need to retire. Sometimes you make those mistakes, don't you? And he was a lad that looks like he's trying to sell you something in Portugal. You like, you know what I mean? Like what used car. Yeah. <laughs> Give you the wink and everything walking he in. Then you get home and you realize it's better, it's better in your cup. Or the set, or the set of a, or the set of beats by Dre that ain't beats. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say right. that it's, it's one of those little gimmicks, one of those little bags of powder that's better off. One of those little bags of powder that's better off in in a cup full of hot water than in your system. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's get on top midfielder. Um, we have this has to be a landslide. It's it's actually not a landslide. Ted, we'll start with you. God. Uh, son, uh, if if I'm going to give him player of the year, how could I? Even not though he doesn't it? play in midfield. It's a forward. He's not. He's yeah. midf- he's, I count he's him a as forward. a forward. He's a forward. He plays in a front three. He plays in the left yeah. of a front three. Kuliszewski plays in the right, and Kane plays through the middle. He he's also he actually he also could have been a good show for signing the season. The gigs days are gone. Where you call the way? Oh, should I shouldn't mention gigs? Sorry. Uh, the Beckham days are gone. Where like the, your winger is the midfielder. <laughs> Well, it's like you have the same you same argument for City and the same argument for Liverpool. They but they both say they don't play with forward men with strikers. So, but they are. Yeah, no, we know they are, but that's what's said. Um, not a bad show, Ted. Ian, give us your one. Rodri, yeah, what a player. Me and Darren great spoke show. about him today. Yeah, great show. Great show, Rodri. Um, look, he's the unsung he's the unsung hero of that City team. Yeah, I don't need to fucking. I don't really need to uh, converse on it much more. It's it's he he really is just all that and more. Uh, Darren, give us your one. Came second with two votes. Um, well, I gave him the player of the year, so I kind of had to give him the midfielder of the year, didn't I? Katie unless you're you, unless you're you wife. Who was it, Kata? Was it? No, KDB came the brain. That you're gonna cause me to have an asthma attack and laughing Listen, so much. Someone threw my teeth in, so we might as well throw fucking Kate in. Yeah, so Kevin De Bruyne won it with five votes. Yes, of course he did. Which is a, a decent show. Mm, right Top so. forward. Um son. Uh, <laughs> Just put him in both. We're, we're, Hang we're, on, who who went for son? Just to show hands. In well, this one, should... Greg. Yeah, Greg did. Come on, Greg. Thanks. At least you got that right. Ted, give us your one. Uh, Ronaldo. I think as a forward, he did, you know. Yeah, it, it probably didn't suit the style of play that United had to have Ronaldo there. It did hurt us as a, an overall in terms of he didn't track back and stuff like that. But there's no denying what he, you know, his goals were clutch for nearly every game he played. He was, he was playing in a very weak team and he still, I think, did he come third in the... Third, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't think there's you can't argue too much against the guy. Uh, yep. So we had we had a draw there. We had two two for Ronaldo, two for Son, but with four votes winning, it was. Ian, you give it to us. With four votes. The Egyptian fella, yep. Mister Mo. Mido. Mo, big Mo. <laughs> El Nenny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Mido, yeah. <laughs> Mido. Mido, yeah, Jesus. He was yeah, legal for sports. Mo Salah, I had to be fair because I gave the player of the year to Ronaldo and I know it sounds contradictory that I'm giving top forward to Mo Salah, but like at the end of the day, you know, it's you can't pick the same fucking players all, all across the board, you know what I mean? Um, 
Well, the UEFA certainly don't. <laughs> no, exactly. But I think Mo Salah, look, it's... it's yeah, I think in, I think in this category, you could make a case for Mo Salah, you could make a case for Son, both equally, you yeah. know, in a, in a different kind of way. But I'm giving Tottenham fucking nothing, though, so therefore I'll let Darren do that for me. Yeah, so. <laughs> so next year, you can't vote for your own team or a team that you actually don't like. <laughs> yeah, so you can't so vote Liverpool, Liverpool will be Liverpool, Liverpool will be getting no votes next year, so... <laughs> I can't give anything to Merseyside, full stop. <laughs> yeah, before we get into the last two categories, guys, I'll just ask our viewers... Richard uh, Arlison... Bus driver of the year, though. Sorry. Hit that subscribe and bell notification, of course, and, and drop a like. And that was that video. should have been up for a moment of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Richard <laughs> Arlison, that's <laughs> fucking out on its own. Coach, Coach Holdings Limited. Great company. <laughs> yep. Um, up next was the <laughs> game. Only in America. But I would say only in Merseyside. <laughs> uh, up next was game of the season. And it was a, a landslide winner for all of you, bar me. Everyone went for the Liverpool versus City, the, the draw, um, which was great game to watch. Absolutely outstanding. Great game. What game did you go for, Noel? I, I went, no, I went for. Liverpool 5, Man United nil, which I thought was oh. my game of the season. And I loved every minute of it. And I make no uh, excuses for picking it. Cancel him. Cancel him. I enjoyed every minute of those 90 minutes. Um, the one at Old Trafford. Absolutely brilliant. Mo Salah. Shout out to the Shankly Sessions, by the way, which you can also find on uh, on this here podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and hit the subscribe button. I thought this was the Shankly fucking Sessions. Tonight. <laughs> Just for a split moment. But I mean, Matip got Defender of the Year, so... Listen, I, under, I understand the three Man United fans. It's very tough to come on and do an awards show. It's not a problem. But no, Noel, um, there's a good segue in this next one. <laughs> There's a very good segue in this next one. Next up on our last category was moment of the season. And it was quite a landslide on this, but um, not quite. Um, I've raised my son well because he said the Salah hat-trick against Man United. and I, I didn't agree with him, but I've raised him well. Um, wait till I see now. Ted, give us your one. Uh, I think the final day of the season was the was the moment of the season you've got your top top of the table bottom of the table and fucking top six Middle all being table. battled out uh, all being battled out still uh, top six was certified by which team managed to not lose and then they both fucking lost which was <laughs> good old crack wasn't it top of the table but one team needed a, a win or a draw um, to, to seal it and the other ones needed the win really and then bottom of the table sure that was being scrapped out between what two or Le- three games. Le- Leeds were dead and buried going into that last game of the season. Yeah, and I somehow, somehow, Burnley shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did have an honourable mention, which I don't know if that's the one you wanted me to to go with. Now, one you can give us your honourable mention as well if you want. Uh, Everton celebrating being less than mediocre, as if they won the fucking league. That was what a great old fucking time. Oh yes, we're not the shittest team in the league. Better celebrate like we won the fucking thing. Fair play, best fucking bus driver on the planet, though. They do have the best <laughs> bus driver, but like, 
fucking hell like i've never seen such a massive amount of a celebration for a team that you know shouldn't be down near that relegation spot at all like some would say their celebration was bigger than cities winning the league so yeah well, it wouldn't be hard because they have more fans <laughs> well, yeah, well it looks like richard arlison is on his way to uh tottenham apparently so <laughs> <laughs> that's only on the bus. That's only with the bus, though. Like that's how he's just yeah. driving people down there. That's all. Absolutely, Greg. Greg, give us your one. So I had uh, Jordan Pickford's face after they lost. Remember when he he came out mid game, caught the ball, tried to waste time, was laughing into the camera, and then they lost that game, and he looked fucking devastated. He's <laughs> a hateful face, hasn't he? The stupid cunt. That was that was the one. That was the one where Allison mimicked him and went down onto the ground with the ball as well. Was it that one? Yeah. yeah, that's that yeah, one. That yeah. yeah, classic. But uh, like he done that. What was it? That was 15, 15 minutes into the game or something. He done that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking stupid plank. Punt. And give us your one. Oh well, yeah. This, this, arms. this is where you <laughs> missed the segue. arms. This is where you where you missed the segue, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> you saved it to last. <laughs> Not quite well, last because I still have to declare the one that was kind of. I went. I went for a personal one on this one uh, against your very own Liverpool, um, and the reason I did it. Darren's about to bury his face into his Apple Watch here now. No, no. It's, it's only, <laughs> here we go. Here's the red card. It's it's only apropos today, especially now that we have brand new shiny American owners. Um, we all know that, how good they are. <laughs> I know how good the fucking what Dodgers are, so it could be dodgy. <laughs> yeah, but look at the book. The books that it won the Super Bowl, and they're still fucking shy owners. Well, we could take yeah. solace in the fact that probably America won't get sanctioned by anyone. Probably, maybe it's, it's a fairly healthy option. Yeah, um, I went with a uh, Captain America because he don't fuck all else this season. Um. And it was that uh, that equaliser against your good cells, Noel. Um, that that goal also where he hit on the volley straight up into the into the top corner. Um, that basically uh, that basically fucking kept the smile off your faces there. And uh, if if it makes Dazzler cringe a little bit, I don't give a fuck. Because... <laughs> My moment of the whole season was Pulisic scoring. Like what the fuck, man? Yeah, legit. Go on, Darren. Now, spin, my Darren the spin line. now my no moment of the season. Now my moment of the season. That's why next season nobody's allowed both their own. But that's why my moment. Oh, now my actual moment of the season is seeing Dazzler's face after I said that. No <laughs> moment of the season. Moment. I can I change? Can I change my moment of the season? Yeah, oh. I was going to say Dino picking Joel Matip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pulisic still wins that one. Sorry. No, me and Dazzler just both changed theirs to that. And yeah. give us, give us, give us your your segue into the other one that, or something you were going to say there, were you? Oh no, no, you missed that, Bo. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you picked, you picked uh, your, uh, you picked a uh, uh, Liverpool moment of the that season. That's has where I said I'm going to segue in. I, I, I actually didn't pick a Liverpool moment of the season. Actually, I agreed with five people on the panel. Um, Darren, it's only fitting you should tell us what. You believe the moment of the season was? Don't ask me, man. This is a tough one. And I listen. Uh, we all we all remember that fateful day last year, last summer, when the Euros came round, and you know I was waiting to tee off on the golf course, watching things unfold with uh, Christian Eriksen. So for me, the moment of the season was seeing him come back and making a return in the Brentford jersey 
Um, and yeah. you know, to be honest with you, he's really he's really gone out of his way to prove to everybody that watched how good a footballer he was. And I fully expect him to be back on the big stage next season and back fighting for for trophies with with the sides. Um, with United. <laughs> Definitely. I, listen, I I take your arm off if you. The boys would be like that. They'd welcome him through the gates big time. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Cheeky fucker now wants to go win silverware. Last year he no. just wanted to get back on the pitch and play football. Now he wants my, to win my, silverware. My real man. moment of the season is watching Cave Sukul or whatever you call him get Cave Solical. Solical, whatever you fucking call the little moron. Um. Watch him going. Well, our sources were real too. And watching him today having to comment on the fact that Chelsea actually have owners and they're not going out of business. That's my moment of the season. You little rap bastard. There we go. No, the real moment of the season for United fans is the last fucking final whistle. It's great. <laughs> my moment of next season will be Sky Sports going out of business. Hopefully, with with their absolute nonsense fucking narrative that they. You know. I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. No, no, probably but, not. But, but their their subscriptions are going down, which is nice. That's nice. Yeah, they can because it's the summer. They'll be going down next season too, lads. Don't worry about that. People have these little gimmicks they can put in the back of their telly just saying. We'll have to put in a new category next year. Worst broadcaster than we. Yeah, I think so. That'll be whatever station has Michael Owen because he's a bell end. <laughs> Jamie Carragher can join him right up there too. Yeah, exactly. Jamie's amazing compared to Michael Owen. No, Jamie, Jamie, that, that, Jamie's that wouldn't be hard. Jamie's like a football compared to Michael Owen. Nah, you can't, you can't win a game unless you score more goals. That's usually how you win a game, Michael. There's a collection of them out there, really, isn't there? Mercy They're best friends, so it doesn't. Apple doesn't fall far from the fucking tree. Thankfully. The next time we see Michael will be when he pops into the Love Island Villa to see how his little daughter's getting pounded up the arsehole in the fucking love shack. And he's popping in to just go, hey, sweetheart. No, you have some editing to do on this one. But that big black one in the corner, see him? He's bit like Tommy the Tank. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave Darren's contact details in the comments. I don't need that in anything. It's all good. You don't need that headache. What happened? It's grand. The end of the season, we can take a 30 day ban. Jeez, I'm just visualizing on that now, Darren, and I think I might change my moment of the season. <laughs> yeah, that one right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, lads, it's been a pleasure having you on all season at times. Um, at times, at times, yeah, because at times, like it's myself and Darren have sailed a fairly lonely ship at times as well. Um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on and getting your input and stuff like that. Oh. All the beat the bookie bets and everything else that you sent us, so we really appreciate it. Um, Ted, do you want to tell us what's the plan for the summer with Retro Timings? Uh, we'll be continuing on with uh, the recasting. Uh, most recently, just did Top Gun in honor of the uh. Maverick coming out and if anyone hasn't seen Maverick I do really recommend fucking getting on it it's fucking amazing uh, our show's second best to that so then go watch that afterwards be interesting to see who Cruz was recast who recast Cruz as that'll be interesting yeah everyone uh, it was a good show Greg what's coming up on On The Slab what isn't coming up uh, we've got the 1950s coming out next week. 
Yeah. How <laughs> not to defend an attack. <laughs> it's a horror story in and of itself. Um, yeah, now we've the 1950s coming out next week. We recently just done one on X as well. The Ty West horror that just came out start of the year. And uh, hopefully have a few guests along the way. Excellent, yeah. I, I, I gave you the heads up on a guest the other day. I don't know what on it yet, but it should be interesting. I have that. I will work on it though. Yeah, absolutely. And Chelsea Raw, what's happening? Well, I just want to mention I'm also the host of the the fantastic on the slab that you mentioned. I'm trying to well, spread the content out here. No, I'm, I'm only joking. It still I'm only joking. Like a network. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Um, yeah, look, there's going to be lots like yourselves, um, you two good sirs, yourself and Darren. We will be uh, doing lots of. Um, kind of throwback content looking at um, you know looking at legends that play for the club stuff like that but mainly obviously this is going to be such a busy year with with the rebuild as as they say so we're doing a lot of uh, getting a lot of fan stories in there as well it's, it's been nice actually getting a lot of uh, some of those old kind of boys Dazzler you know yourself it's great when you talk to some of these old boys that are for the club that are local um, and I've been following them you know, through taking ten since you know the sixties, seventies. So a lot of that kind of content coming up, and then a lot of crossover I take, podcasts. I take, I take it. I take it. None of them are city fans because they didn't exist <coughs> then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're definitely not Arsenal fans or Tottenham fans. Well, one or two of them might remember Sean Gowder, all right, yeah. yeah. I do, unfortunately. Or Paolo one chop, one chop, one chip. <laughs> The, uh, so now there's lots coming up yet. 100. We're gonna have lots of transfer stuff, obviously, because the 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 wonderful world of Chelsea doesn't stop at the moment. <laughs> there's news coming out by the minute, let alone the day. So hands Darren, are gonna be full this season. Darren, do you want to let people know our plan for the summer? I'm going on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but we're also gonna be. I'd have seven weeks of summer camp starting on the 4th of July, running to the 19th of August in Rattau Tennis Club, if anyone is interested. It's a 10 to 1 for your 5 to 9 year olds, and it's a 1 to 4 for your 10 pluses. Hit me up, WhatsApp, 087, 90. No way. Uh, 18 year olds are only after watershed. Are you playing that Marcus Rashford card as well? Does that include a lunch? It doesn't include a lunch. No, absolutely. Uh, here, not. here, come on. It might include a bag of Harry Bow on a Friday if you're a good kid and do what you're told. Now, would that be the fun size one now or a proper Christ. bag? What's the, what's the dress code after 9 pm, Dazzler? <laughs> There's no football jerseys allowed, you know. We don't allow football jerseys, you know. Skirts all or shorts? Kids, all, all the kids get screen coming in. If you have your new jersey on, it's okay. If you have a Liverpool jersey on, back home, kids, change that thing before you come in here. And <laughs> um, now we're going to be doing some transfer shows, Noel, aren't we? We are. And we're going to do some transfer shows and we are going to be doing a little bit of work behind the scenes on a new show that is going to be coming to you guys from August, which is our championship show that myself and Marky are going to be putting together. We're going to be keeping you abreast with all that's going on in the championship for next season, because I think the championship is the second best league in Europe behind the Premier League. Yeah, absolutely. And when we covered the championship show earlier in the season, it was one of our most viewed uh, episodes. So, yeah, really killed those fans down there. And by the way, shout out to fucking uh, Nottingham Forest uh, coming back up and all the Forest fans that have uh, supported this channel over the last uh, 
well, since you basically done the done the review, the preview, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they were yeah. absolutely brilliant. It was a great episode. Um, I have John McNichol on tomorrow night for an interview. He's the author of O to Four Four Two, and he also has a book coming out in August called O to the Chosen Few, um, where he takes a look back at the special players, the likes of Ronaldo and Messi, guys who inspire teams to greatness and stuff like that, and goes way back. But his book that's out at the moment is out to 442, where he looks at the different formations that great teams in the past and present have deployed to bring success to themselves in various versions of 442. So it should be a great interview tomorrow night. I'm going to be doing that one. So sounds really exciting. It's going to be really exciting. It's going to be a good one. Um, So yeah, that's it. That's all to to, remains to be said it's been a fantastic season kind of <laughs> um, but we will be back um, the mashup will return of course back in August um, but we will be doing as Darren said transfer shows I'll also be doing interviews throughout the summer and we'll also be doing legend series and we're also going to be covering some legends matches as well where we'll be getting some interviews with um, United and Liverpool and Celtic legends of the past Hopefully get them on the podcast and stuff like that to give, give me a show on that last one. And stuff like that. Um, Hello, yeah. Darren. Hello, Darren Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it should be a good one. So we'll keep you posted, but there'll be content dropping still most days as the transfer window takes shape. Until next time, it is the upper tier out there on YouTube. Smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Audio version show, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Amazon Music. And Darren, where else do they find us? Facebook, Instagram, and... TikTok, TikTok. TikTok, baby. Till next time, lads. A pleasure. Look.